1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show. Today, I'm so excited to discuss more about SEO, about modern SEO with Neil Patel. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, you know, it's a big pleasure. It's a big pleasure because I have consumed a lot of your content on uh, your blog, YouTube channel, uh, audio podcast. Love all of them. Yeah, valuable, great stuff. You know, I have one question for you. You know, I think that I know more about you, but probably not. Uh, it depends. Uh, can you tell who's Neil Patel?
0: Sure. I'm a serial entrepreneur. I'm a marketer. Uh, I blog at neilpatel.com. I have an ad agency, NP Digital. I'm a family man. Spend a lot of time with my kids, my wife. And I'm just a normal average. Girl. I wear white t-shirts every day like I'm wearing right now. That's pretty much me.
1: Nice, nice. Okay, Neil, Uh, I have the first question. We have a big audience right now online. Uh, It's a big pleasure, guys, that you uh, take time. You can ask anything, you know. Yeah, we have this chance. And I have the first question. For example, if you start SEO today, uh, according to your experience, uh, where uh, it's better to start, what to learn, and how to go ahead and develop your skills?
0: Sure. If I was starting SEO today... um... What's best is to go out there, create your own website and test things out. Honestly, like you can end up reading a lot on my blog or other blogs and that's fine. And you should end up doing that. But if you're not implementing the tactics, the strategies, you're only going to learn so much. So I would just go and implement on your own website test. It takes some time to see results, but that's what I
1: would do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice, nice. I agree with that. I think that when you learn a lot and do nothing, it doesn't help because uh, most skills are obsolete in some day and you don't know what actually works for you. So, yeah, I completely agree with that. If you have more uh, clients, start with your website. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, We have a bunch of options to start for free. Okay. uh, When I started my website, how to prioritize attention, how to find priorities and create a content strategy? Because in most cases, for example, if I open Ubersuggest or SEMrush, Ahrefs, any other tools, I can find a bunch of uh, keywords. Sure. How do I know which keywords will play for me? Because uh, if you have no authority, it's hard yeah, to compete with big brands. For example, I can't compete with you, uh, with Ahrefs, other blogs because, yeah, I have no such authority. Uh, how to find keywords for a new website?
0: Sure. So, what you do is a few things. Like in Uber says you can put in a URL, your competitor URL, and it'll show you all the keywords they rank for, and that'll give you ideas for keywords. You can also put in keywords that you wanna rank for based on your industry. So if I'm in the marketing industry, I may put in terms like digital marketing or online marketing. And if you're a new website, or your website's an authoritative website, or you've been doing it for a few years, it doesn't matter. In you can there's a button on the keyword reports, called uh, you know page one ranking potential and if you actually if you click on that button and you put in your URL what will end up happening is you will end up uh, Ubersys will filter the results and tell you what keywords you're best and most likely to rank for if that makes sense so in essence based on your domain authority your backlinks your um, history how long you've been around it'll look at a lot of that data and then tell you what keywords you should focus on based on your age of your site yeah. and your and what has the most potential for you to rank for. So then you know well, what you focus on. You ideally want to pick the ones with a higher CPC because those are the keywords that tend to convert better in many cases, not all cases, but in many cases yep. and combine that with the ones that it's showing you, Hey, here's the ones that you can rank for more easily and quickly.
1: Yeah, valuable. Yeah, yeah, love it. Uh, okay, okay, we have the first question from Nikolai Michkov uh, about personal branding. I think you replied many times. Uh, I found uh, some content uh, on your YouTube channel, YouTube Shorts, where you replied to this question. Can you tell for Nikolai Smichkov and others? Uh, because I know that you uh, built your strong personal brand, but it's your uh, business brand as well.
0: Yeah, so, um It's better to build a business brand than a personal brand. You know, Coca-Cola is a much bigger company than Neil Patel or LeBron James or uh, Messi. It doesn't matter who you are, uh, you know, and I'm not nowhere near the size of Messi or Ronaldo or any of these people, but you will do the best building a corporate brand. There's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with building a personal brand. You can build both, but I would first recommend focusing on a corporate brand. And again, Mm -hmm. you can do both of Corporate brand is where the money is.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, got it. Okay, Uh, let's talk more about uh, content strategy. For example, if I found keywords um, and I need to compete with other websites online, I can estimate uh, cost per click, uh, keyword difficulty and any other parameters. But uh, how to choose priorities? Uh, because, for example, uh, I can see uh, two methods. Uh, you create uh, a lot of content. Uh, uh, right now, you post uh, one time a week. Branding creates super high quality content once for a few months. Uh, how to find this balance uh, between uh, posting? Uh, and uh, Because, you know, I often get this question from clients, how many times I need to write to create blog articles. Uh, from your point of view, how, how to find this balance?
0: So there's no right or wrong answer. You can either go for one really high-quality article whenever you have time and then update your old content. Um, What I found to be best for most companies is try to post at least two to three times a week, but the content needs to be high in quality, and it needs to be unique and not regurgitated information.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, got it. Okay, guys, we have a big audience. It's a big pleasure. Just ask anything. And uh, yeah, we have the question, uh, how SEO is different from B2B market?
0: Not that much different from B2B and B2C. The big difference is on the conversion and when you're collecting a lead, the other one, you're trying to sell a product right then and there.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think about uh, SEO methods that are not uh, related to uh, direct factors? For example, uh, you are active on YouTube, uh, LinkedIn, you have uh, many followers on all social media, on Facebook, a million uh, followers, a lot. Uh, What do you think, uh, if you grow on social media, how it can help uh, to grow with SEO methods?
0: Yeah, uh, social media just amplifies because, Mm -hmm. remember, an SEO... The more people that type in your brand on Google, the better you're going to do in rankings. The more people that link to you, the better you're going to do in rankings. The more people that are loyal to your brand, the better you're going to do in rankings. And when Mm -hmm. you post on social media, more people see it. They get familiar with the brand. They go to your site. They may link to you. So it helps amplify SEO in the long run.
1: Not the short
0: run. It doesn't do much in the long run. It really helps. You got to be consistent and do it for many, many months, if not ideally many years. Mm
1: -hmm yeah yeah i know i know from personal experience <laughs> you know when we started our uh, seo agency in ukraine yeah uh, we spent a few years without seeing any results uh, we built authority we published a lot of valuable content we took your approaches uh, to share value as maximum as possible and forget about selling uh, and you know i'm interested uh, that you cover uh, broad topics about digital marketing but uh, in most cases you sell seo uh How it helps to uh, take your clients or you think more about creating brand awareness uh, in digital marketing field?
0: It's really important to create brand awareness in digital marketing field. Um, To do SEO well, you have to do all forms of marketing, content, social, email. You have to leverage tools like push notifications, uh, text messaging, you, you got to look at it from an omni-channel approach to just do well in SEO these days, even things like paid ads, because it all helps each other. And no, I don't mean like if you do paid ads on Google, they'll rank you higher organically. It's more so just helps build your brand. And if your paid ads are profitable, why wouldn't you do them?
1: hmm Yeah, yeah, got it. Well, you know, guys, we have a bunch of questions, a lot of questions to Neil. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know how we can find to reply to all these questions, but yeah, we will try uh, the best that we can. Okay, uh, is it worth focusing on SEO for early-stage startups than trying to do MVP? What do you think?
0: Uh, I wouldn't do SEO on an early-stage startup that hasn't figured out their minimal viable product uh, that people love and want to share because... It doesn't matter how good at SEO you do. If your product sucks, you don't have a business in the long run. Focus on your product or service first, and make sure that's amazing. I'm not saying you mm-hmm. shouldn't do SEO, but you need to do that first.
1: Yeah, got it. Uh, I have the question about your money, your life. I have the client in uh, financial field, a uh, big client uh, with uh, a lot of um, resources, good resources, and uh, your money, your life hit his website and right now uh, he wouldn't get any traffic and when we analyzed competitors we found that many of them have no follow links from Forbes and many other big websites uh, uh, what do you think about uh, getting such links Wikipedia, Trustpilot uh, many other websites when you need to overcome your money your life uh, if you have experience uh, fighting with this filter
0: yeah so with your money and your life Google wants to make sure that um, people like me aren't giving financial advice because I'm not a financial advice expert
1: mm-hmm.
0: getting links from these authoritative sites help, but B, what we find is more important is make sure you're using experts to give the advice, right? If you have like Jim Cramer in the United States, who's really popular, he's known as a financial guy and is on CNBC has tons of followers. You know, he's a more authoritative person and a better person to give you stock advice than me, Neil Patel, that doesn't specialize in that. And I didn't graduate from Harvard like Jim Cramer did. So Mm -hmm. the best way to handle with your money, your life is to truly have amazing, well-known industry experts giving the information and feedback and advice. It's similar to health, right? With health, Google doesn't want me, Neil Patel, talking about COVID and telling everyone, here's how you deal with COVID. What do I know? I'm not a health expert. I didn't study medicine. I didn't go to college for it. They don't want false information out there. It's like if I started talking about cancer and gave false information, it can hurt people, potentially kill them, and that would be bad. Um, And same Mm -hmm. with your, your life, they don't want people giving false information and then people going bankrupt and broke and not being able to retire and then struggle as they get older and not pay their bills. So you want to make sure that you have the correct experts giving the advice. That helps more than anything else from what we've seen.
1: Yeah, nice, nice. Uh, I remember uh, when I read uh, your interview on Forbes uh, that you mentioned uh, that uh, that was for you uh, time consuming uh, in college, you know, that you uh, wasted five years in college. Can you tell more? Because, you know, uh, once we uh, argued with my friends uh, about college, do we need to... Tell our kids you need to go to college because from your interview and even uh, I remember Gary Vee shares his tips uh, about college that it's uh, obsolete if you uh, have entrepreneur journey, if you want to go to this direction. Can you tell more uh, how people know know, (laughs) to go to college or not and why you uh, think that for you personally, it's time consuming?
0: Yeah, sure. So I don't think college is bad. If you want to be a doctor or a lawyer or some field that requires a college degree by all means go and get one but if you want to be an entrepreneur and you want to build um i don't know app apps for people and you want to open up a development shop just go and code and learn by coding you don't need to go to college for five years to learn how to code you probably can learn how to code better from youtube Uh, i'm not 100 sure because you know i'm not a coder but I've learned a lot more about coding because I know some basic stuff like PHP, I know how to do HTML, CSS, uh, and basic stuff. But I've learned more from, I was in computer science in college for a little bit, but I learned more from YouTube than I have ever from school. Now, it could have just been my school. Maybe things have changed now, but generally, you learn better just from industry experience. I would have been further along as an entrepreneur if I just did that and didn't go to school at the same time.
1: Yeah, agree with that. I think that uh, most skills uh, I usually get uh, from uh, uh, learning from blog posts, from uh, marketing books, from YouTube channels. And actually, I don't remember anything you know from uh, my university. Uh, it's possible that it helps to uh, to train your skills, you know, to train uh, some stuff of learning. But uh, why we need to learn that way? If we can uh, go ahead with your direction, so it's my thought about that. Uh, I'm sorry, Neil, because, you know, uh, I usually use uh, some standard methods to invite people. But right now we have many people uh, because of your name. Uh, So (laughs) we need to reply to this question. And Nikolai Smishkov is asking about, uh, do we need to create a blog for an online store? Uh, uh, Yeah. Or is it worth paying attention to description of product cards? Um, Yeah. A big question about online store. What do you think?
0: Sure. So if you have an online store, like an e-commerce store, yes, it's worth creating a blog. Uh, You can write articles like the 10 best toaster ovens, assuming you're selling toaster ovens. Or uh, if you're selling, you know, stoves, you can say the 10 best stoves or you can talk about recipes to cook. Um, And you do want to pay attention to Descriptions for product pages. I think that's what they mean by uh, product cards. Uh, Mm -hmm. Or you need to pay pay attention to meta descriptions. Make sure they're unique on every single page. But it's really important to have a blog um, that's informational
1: and more so helpful. Mm -hmm. Uh, What do you think about IE tools? Uh, Can we use them uh, to create uh, product descriptions for an online store? For example, some... uh, uh, Online shops yeah, have uh, a million pages.
0: Yeah, you can end up using some of these AI tools to help, but it's not perfect. So you would want, mm-hmm. want to and manually review it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's better to edit uh, and provide this job for editors. Uh, you know, I remember uh, ten years ago when we started our agency in Ukraine, uh, we didn't pay any attention with uh, uh, content marketing. We just created only. Uh, e-commerce pages, and uh, that worked well at the time, but today it's not, so yeah, we need to share more skills as you do. Okay, uh, what is your best method to start marketing a, a corporate brand? I have no uh, non-profit for personal defense for women and children, and my sons have an entertainment company. What do you
0: think? Whether it's a non-profit or whether it's an entertainment company, I like following the rule of seven. The rule of seven is when someone sees or interacts with your brand seven times, they're much more likely to bond with it, like it, uh, and uh, evangelize it. So mm-hmm. leverage social media marketing, leverage blog posts, um, leverage SEO, leverage you know paid advertising. Uh, if our nonprofit, Google has something called Google Grants where they give some free money there. Entertainment company consider running paid ads as long as it's profitable. Try running email marketing campaigns, push notification. But in essence, if someone sees and interacts with your brand multiple times, it helps build a brand over time. Um, and don't forget all about the offline stuff, industry events, networking events, all that stuff helps. I know it's probably not the answer you're looking for because there's not one solution, but the reality is, is you have to take the omni-channel approach to really build a
1: brand. You have to be everywhere yeah nice nice you know I, I like when you reply because i can feel that i'm watching uh, one of your videos when you uh, simplify anything <laughs> you know it's not hard to understand even you know uh, english is my third language but uh, i started to learn from you because that was much simpler you know to consume content <laughs> to learn something new <laughs> okay we have the question about perfect strategy for initiating a corporate branding what do you think about uh, the best strategy perfect because you know from my experience i usually avoid them uh, i think uh, if Something works for uh, some people; it doesn't mean it will work for you. It's better to find uh, what you like, where you enjoy spending time. What do you think about that?
0: So, for corporate branding, I'm assuming they're talking about building a brand, right? And uh, if you're trying to create a strategy, stick with a few channels first. So, try out a few. Like, if you're better at social media, then start with that. If you're better at podcasting, start with that. If you're better at, you know, video creation, start with that or text articles. Pick a few channels work on them, then expand to more channels, and then continually add them until you're in most of the channels
1: out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice, nice. Okay, we have the question, how to leverage on SEO for conversions for healthcare services? Because it's a service, not a product, so tracking conversions become a big challenge. Yeah,
0: Yeah, so how do we leverage SEO for uh, healthcare services? It's the same as you would for any other industry. Um, Mm -hmm. Because even if it's not a product, you would still create the content, you'd still build links to it, and you would try to generate leads or have your phone number mm-hmm. on the page to get people to call you or have a chat on your site and let people chat with you right then
1: and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Uh, I have the question uh, that my clients often ask me. Please help to find uh, good copywriters. For example, uh, for our digital marketing blog in Ukraine, we usually, uh, uh, digital marketers usually create content, write content, and uh, that's why we can get um uh, Organic But um, we try to cooperate with uh, copywriters who write about anything, you know, it doesn't work today, Uh, probably in digital marketing. What do you think? How to find copywriters? For example, even big brands, uh, I I know some of them, uh, a million dollar companies, big companies, and uh, they have no experience with writing. They uh, usually reply, you know, uh, I have no time to handle the process to uh, hire copywriters because I need to develop my products, innovate. Uh, I have huge competition there. What do you think, how to find good copywriters today? Because in your blog, you usually write yourself, if I understand. (laughs) But uh, what about clients' blogs? How to help them with that?
0: For English, jobs are problogger.net. It's a job board, and you can find tons of good copywriters there.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, I'll submit the link in the description below, guys. Uh, How SEO is related to uh, ASO?
0: So, with App Store optimization, a lot of it is keywords, um, a lot of it is reviews. Uh, but yes, you wanna put keywords in your titles, your descriptions. With App Store, what I've noticed is depending on uh, what you're trying to do and if, whether it's Google or Apple, at least with Apple, what we've seen is when you focus on less keywords in your title and you actually rank better when you add two versus adding too many keywords, even if you have room, focusing is more important um and the more specific you get the better you're gonna do with you and with your description just make it very
1: detailed Mm -hmm. yeah got it nice uh the next question what are the major things that we need to consider while doing seo
0: so the major things that you need to consider when you're doing seo is what's best for the user that's the biggest one so it's all Mm -hmm. about user i'm not talking about design when someone clicks on your page whenever they do a Google search are they going to find what they're looking for Second is speed. Does it load fast? The third is brand. If you have a brand, they're more likely to rank you because they know you're going to be produced less fake news or false information. Um, and you can use any of the SEO tools out there, like a Uber suggests. put in your URL. And when you do a site audit, it'll tell you all the stuff you should fix that are the biggest issues in order based on your own site. So it'll adjust based on the issues that you're facing that others may not.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, got it. Uh, how to rank for keywords in different countries? We are having plenty of content on our website. However, it's not only ranking in the US. Uh, you
0: would have to translate transcribe to the different regions, even in places like um, some other English speaking uh, countries in the US. Color is spelled C-O-L-O-R. In other countries, it may be spelled C-O-L-O-U-R. So keep that in mind. Uh, you would want to use lang. hreflang. lang tells Google what pages are for what countries. Uh, and you may have to translate and transcribe, as I mentioned.
1: Uh, you know, guys, I, I want to share more about that. Uh, it's interesting that we uh, have uh, the, this issue and uh, we used uh, Google Translator. Simple, you know, it's 100% free. And the last time Google Translator uh, provides a good job to translate uh, content. We uh, uh, we share this content with uh, translators, copywriters, editors, and uh, in most cases, uh, they didn't change anything, you know, just uh, submitting text uh, on Google Translate. I don't know how Google can do it, but it's really, yeah, today, high quality about that. Okay, uh, we have the question: What's your opinion on using software for SEO that that ranks higher on Google by using YouTube? Hmm. So broad question. Uh,
0: SEO that ranks higher on Google by using YouTube. I think they're asking about YouTube SEO, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah. Offer for YouTube SEO, like the two buddies of the world, um, doesn't hurt. And Google does rank the video, so that's good as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, the question, do guest posting and off-page linking helps for a corporate brand? Yeah, share more about guest posting. It works today.
0: <laughs> it helps because, remember, if, if you get a guest post on New York Times or Forbes or anywhere and it gets featured on the homepage and everyone sees it, it's going to help with branding. You know, the Mm -hmm. links are no follow. You're not supposed to use guest posting to build links. Um, So I wouldn't worry too much about the link side other than referral traffic. And maybe it drives you some leads or sales. But the big thing with guest posting, why we love it is it helps build a brand. I've guest posted a lot, not for the links, but for the brand.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, I remember uh, I read some information about you that you uh, used guest posting a hundred times. A year, you know, a lot. And uh, what about today? Do you have time to write this guest post? Because, uh, no. Uh, I don't have as much time.
0: I'm married now. I have kids. <laughs> so I don't get to do some of the stuff that I used to do when I was grinding it out when I was younger. I still work quite mm-hmm. a bit. But, uh, you know, I used to work, believe it or not, like 14 hours, even on Christmas. So, but uh, mm-hmm.
1: they, long gone.
0: When you have kids yeah. now, they want presents,
1: which I <laughs> Yeah, got it. Yeah, Uh, I I can, uh, you know, when I see all your content, I understand that it takes a lot of time to create this content. Uh, And uh, what about Neil Patel uh, blog? Uh, Do you use any link building strategies? Because I remember when uh, you shared that you stopped using link building strategies. What about today? Do you have enough authority to go ahead without the strategies or uh, you acquire these links with different methods?
0: No, I have enough authority where I don't need to worry, but... uh... The way I do is you just produce good content. Uh, and what builds me more links than anything else is just keep releasing tools.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got it. Okay, what is better? Choose high-ranking words or combination of low and high as high-ranking words are expensive. Uh, yeah, it's more about probably keyword difficulty. Yeah, I-, I would
0: choose whatever keywords that tools like Ubersesh can show that you have an option to rank for quickly and have a good mm-hmm. CPC. Because that means there are typically good keywords that convert well, and you have a possibility of getting traction sooner than later. And as your site builds up more authority, then go after more difficult terms.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, I often see when you uh, link to uh, your competitors, you know, uh, to their uh, awesome studies, uh, some valuable information. Uh, what do you think is it a good strategy, for example, when you uh, share, uh, when you create content and uh, use uh, outbound links to other pages, even if they are your competitors? Or it's not because uh, uh, some, yeah, go ahead. I don't really obsess about competitors. I obsess
0: about my customers and I try to do what's mm-hmm. best for my customers. And if linking to my cu- competitor helps my customer, then that's what I do. And I don't care about nice. their SEO rankings or whatnot. I do what's best for my customer.
1: Uh, yeah, because I don't see the same from your competitors. <laughs> they don't link, you know. Yeah, uh, you have a lot of links, but you know, I mean, like you uh, um, read a lot from hrefs, emrush. They probably link. I don't know exactly, but yeah. But when I check out your pages, you have a lot of external links. Uh, you share. Um, Yeah. Uh, Does it help with uh, your money, your life or any other algorithms? It's only to uh, prove your point. Uh, Why do you link a lot?
0: Don't worry about linking out for algorithm updates. Do what's best for your users. If you do what's best for your users, you should win in the long run and the
1: algorithms will adapt over time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got it. Okay. Uh, We have the question about voice-based searches. Uh, Are the future of SEO and how it's different than text?
0: In the United States, the last that I looked up, uh, roughly 40% of the searches are voice search. It could be more, it could be a little bit less. But that's massive Mm -hmm. um, schema markup that helps with voice search. uh, Answer most common questions as quick as possible with the shortest sentences. That helps as well.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, got it. Uh, The question, what should be the free frequency of updating metadata of a website if every day SEO is not possible uh, from uh, it's the question about metadata yeah
0: yeah so you don't have to update every day or even every month update it whenever you think the page is needs more relevancy or you want to target different keywords or you want to change a strategy for that page but generally speaking you should update it whenever it makes sense you don't have to update it daily even monthly um, <laughs> but look at your metadata at least annually if not quarterly Mm-hmm. This updated
1: though, just paying attention to it, everyone's all. Yeah, I got it. How long does it take uh, to write meta text? Uh, when you uh, write a blog post, uh, you probably spend a few hours. What about meta text? How long does it take?
0: Yeah, um, for me, minute or two.
1: Ah, okay, got it. You use your... <laughs> okay, got it. Um, um, because, you know, um, uh, I remember when we fixed meta text for, uh, from, uh, for one client and, uh, he increased traffic, uh, two times because uh, all meta texts were written for the sake of having them. you know, we used more, uh, some powerful words to use numbers, brackets and many other stuff. And yeah, the traffic was increased. A lot uh, so uh, it's not about increasing ranking positions uh, such things can help uh, to increase traffic you know yeah because click-through rate is more important than ranking positions <laughs> yeah okay um, from your experience uh, can you tell uh, more about the parameter it uh, because I often get this question uh, how to handle and how to measure uh, this parameter because we uh, have no such metrics like keyword difficulty or cost per click yeah
0: E stands for expertise, authority, trust, um, focus on building a brand, more social followers, more, you know, uh, interactions, more comments, more traffic, um, more people recognizing you, more videos, all that stuff helps whether it's your corporate brand or personal.
1: Um, but E mm-hmm. helps with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh. I can feel that priorities are key, you know, when you uh, pay attention with one direction, you can get much higher results. But you know, you spend time uh, creating uh, audio podcasts, blog posts, YouTube channels, uh, speaking on conferences. Can you tell how you can uh, use your time, you know, to create a lot of uh, valuable content at scale and uh, cover uh, all these channels? So
0: my buddy AJ came yesterday, filmed some Instagram and social media videos, non-YouTube, but like short videos, like one, two minutes. We did it in an hour and a half. We created 30 videos in an hour and a half. Today, I go to studio to record YouTube videos, the longer form videos. Take me three hours max. I'll create 16 videos, three a week. Uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, I streamline it. Blog posts I read every Sunday. Uh, mm-hmm. podcasting once to twice a week. I mean, I mean, once a week to once every 10 days. Sorry, not once and mm-hmm. twice a week to once every 10 days. We record and we record 10 uh, podcast episodes at a time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nice, nice. Love your podcast. You know, very simple to consume. Eric, you, yeah, shares a lot of valuable stuff as well. Love it. Uh, we have the question, uh, can you compare uh, college skills and uh, booking basic accounting something like this what do you think
0: yeah um these skills can help with your business but uh you know you can always hire from too Uh, i i don't believe you need to be a jack of all trades you need Mm a focus and be really good at one thing (laughs) Mm -hmm. Sorry, late night with the kids they were waking up but um, um the point i was making is is i would focus you know mm-hmm. be really good at one thing and do exceptionally well and don't try to do everything hire the people who are better at you at the other stuff
1: mm-hmm. uh yeah we have a question about to be an entrepreneur uh can you tell uh how to for example if someone uh, wanna be a successful entrepreneur like you Uh, where they need to pay more attention today, learning, acting, uh, and how to find the balance between learning and acting. For example, I think that uh, when someone uh, over-learning, it doesn't help to go ahead. Uh, If uh, over-acting without learning, possible not. Uh, How to find this balance?
0: Sorry, I I misunderstood. Uh, You said learning and acting?
1: Yes, learning and acting. For example, how to find the balance between learning and acting from your experience. For example, uh, uh, reading... Yeah, uh, the ratio to find time between learning and acting. For example, uh, you can learn four hours a day and uh, act four hours a day. Or you have a different ratio about that.
0: But but what do you mean? Learning as in like doing versus managing?
1: I mean like more, uh, for example, uh, learning, reading blogs, uh, books, uh, listening to audio podcasts and acting to provide the stuff, how to find the balance between uh, oh, learning, learning. Sorry yeah.
0: about that. Okay. Uh, so I wouldn't spend more than an hour or two to learn every once in a while, like, you know, day or every other day. Uh, and I would spend most of the time actually acting on the information that I've learned and implemented. Look, execution mm-hmm. is so important. I have friends who are really brilliant and their business doesn't get traction because All they do is talk about concepts and strategies that they read from a book and they never implement anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 95% of your time should be on implementing, not learning.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Especially starting
0: off. It's different once you're much bigger in size, but when you're starting off and you're a new entrepreneur, you need to execute. You need to go out there and just
1: do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, we have the question about rewriting softwares. What do you think about them? Do we need to use them or not? Um, you know, you can use rewriting softwares or you can use AI
0: like, um, like Jarvis.ai and they're not bad. Uh, what you really need to do is start writing from scratch. Uh, I don't think the AI software is that great yet, but it's better than nothing. And then you can modify.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, from my experience, you can use them, but. Check out the results uh, and uh, provide uh, additional insights. If you use only uh, results from these tools, it doesn't help. <laughs> it probably hurt more. But when you analyze and provide additional insights, it's not only about rewriting. It's more about sharing something new. But some paragraphs, sentences, you can uh, rewrite. Why not? You know. Uh, so you you can create everything from uh, scratch. But uh, yeah, just add more information. We have the question, um, I have a client uh, with small UK online store. How to manage reputation if your competitors have more than 8,000 reviews on Trustpilot and you have less than 10? It's always possible to overtake someone. It's just going to take a long time and
0: you have to be okay with being patient. Uh, try mm-hmm. to encourage people to give reviews. Uh, don't break the rules, of course, of these platforms. Uh, try to offer amazing product or service. And over time, it'll just build. You don't need to get 8,000 reviews. It's okay having 100, 200, 300 reviews. It's not just about how many reviews you have. It's how recent are your reviews? How good are they? Are you improving continually? Are you learning from the feedback that people are giving from the reviews? But Just be patient. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, I have the question about uh, hiring uh, SEO specialists in your company. Can you tell, uh, how do you find them? Because when I check out uh, uh, your as your specialist uh, on digital uh, 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 on new of digital i can find really awesome guys you know <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah that's good you know that you can find them uh, how do you uh, can you sh- uh, unhide secrets how you find them and uh, lead to your company there's no real secret the big thing we do is we use recruiters and mm-hmm. we have a
0: team that just reaches out to people who have done really well for other players in the space and we hope that they take a call with us and we try to convince them to come to work for us
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) i think recruiters have experience how to find them yeah and convince (laughs) nice i'm very new to this entire seo thing where do i start neilpatel.com training we have a course called (laughs) seo unlocked it's free and it'll teach you all about seo from soup to nuts Mm-hmm. Yeah, by the way, guys, uh, you can learn from courses, but you need to develop your skills and learn more from blogs, uh, YouTube channels, yeah, to consume more content, because today you can't get all skills from one course. It's better to uh, act and, uh, yeah, to consume more. Uh, uh, can you tell, uh, do you learn uh, some news about SEO? Do you read other blogs? Uh, do you okay. find time? hmm
0: I read, about, I read about SEO on Search Engine Land and Search Engine Journal and SEO Roundtable. So, yeah, I read quite a bit.
1: I don't know mm-hmm. everything. I have a lot to learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when I check out many blogs, uh, I usually get 300 articles a day because I use feedly.com. I edit all of them to one feed, and it's hard to read all of them. So I scan uh, headlines and check out. And uh, comparing your content with others, you can... You know, you can write uh, simple content, you know, not hard to consume. I don't know, it's possible experience, or you have nice editors, but yeah, it's very simple to consume. Yeah. um, Okay. We have, um, I'm making a new website where I should start the SEO process. Yeah. Basic question.
0: Great content.
1: You know, make Uh sure
0: you're doing the basic stuff like good URL structures and, you know, unique titles and descriptions. And you can run your URL through neilpatel.com slash SEO-analyzer. And it'll tell you all the basic stuff to fix. But where you need to focus is create amazing,
1: good content. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, can you tell your uh, predictions uh, in SEO 2022? It will be dead, uh, or uh, we have a great opportunity to jump on this field because uh, I can see that it's only growing all the time.
0: Yeah, the field is growing. I think uh, people are going to have to try different things to do better in SEO because it's more and more competitive. And the way you do that is you do things like releasing new tools or you know, do animated infographics. Like You just got to go above and beyond the competition.
1: I think that's how you're mm-hmm. going to do better in the future. Yeah. Uh, and what about Uber suggests uh, I read one of your article that you get much higher results just creating this tool uh, comparing to all uh, blog articles. Uh, how others can use the same strategy? Uh, do they need to find uh, some tools they can create and pay attention with that? Or it's better to uh, post a lot on their blogs, you know, I mean, like uh, uh, post valuable content?
0: Yeah, no, um, it is something that You can use uh, sites like Code Canyon to find tools that you can end up Mm -hmm. in white labeling and putting on your website. I feel that that works really, really well. Um, And the tools work better than
1: creating content, just builds more links and more authority much quicker. Yeah, nice. Okay, guys, we have the last question. I'm sorry, you can ask uh <laughs> on uh new Patel YouTube channel or uh, in his blog he has a section comments. <laughs> so ask uh, other questions there and just uh the question about metaverse. It's not more about SEO, but metaverse. What do you think about this?
0: I don't think SEO will die because the metaverse is here. Um You know, you'll have to do marketing in the metaverse, may not be through SEO, but people still use Google and it's becoming more popular over time, not less popular. Uh, Metaverse will be a new channel for you to market. Just think about it. Back in the day, you know, you had less channels. Now you have TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, text messaging, email. Uh, There'll
1: just be more and more channels for you to market to. Okay, nice. Thanks a lot, Neil. You know, a big pleasure, a big pleasure that you found this time, you know, to share all the skills. You you do it. You you always do it. Guys, you need to find all links uh, in the description below. Listen to us on Google, Apple, Spotify. And yeah, it's a big pleasure to see you and uh, get on my show.
0: Well, thank you for having me. I hope uh, you and your family are doing the best you can in Ukraine and staying safe. And uh, yeah. I'm sorry for the situation that's there. And, uh, you know, people here like me we, we we don't understand how hard it is
1: and oh, you know very hard yeah i i was there for two days uh, when all these missiles hit the land that was crazy i didn't know what to do to take my son 11 years old to explain him we need to uh leave the country and yeah and right now i'm donating almost everything that i have you know i wanna help Ukrainians, people you know refugees right now so yeah. Um, things happen. I don't know what we can do. It's, it's really hard. But yeah, it's a big pleasure that you, uh, yeah, that you share about that. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, right? It's devastating for anyone to go mm-hmm. through that. I
0: can't imagine how hard it must be.
1: Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Neil. Take care.
0: Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use.